What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Seven Figures or Bust podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. I'm your host, and I want to help you get to seven figures in your business. Today's episode, we have a lot of things to cover and not a lot of time to do it in. So I found myself last night in preparation of this episode, jumping into the world of AI and artificial intelligence. I'm going to be talking to you about that. Also, I'm going to be talking to you about going into the new year, just a couple of tips that I have for you to help make 2023 your best year yet. Let's jump right in, okay? So let's start with this new artificial intelligence that just come out. If you're not familiar, there is a company that's called OpenAI that just released actually on, on November 30th of 2022. This episode's actually being recorded just about a month after the release date of this new artificial intelligence tool. Um, I'm recording this on December 29th. This came out, was launched to the public on November 30th of 2022. Now, within five days, the, the chatbot artificial intelligence platform gained over 1 million users, the fastest platform in history to ever gain 1 million users. To put it into perspective, platforms like Instagram took two years plus to reach a million users, okay? Now, the platform is free. It's a free tool that's available to anybody. It's actually very, very interesting. It's a chatbot. It's essentially an artificial intelligence, an AI chatbot is really what it is. You can ask it a various amount of different questions. You can ask it to write articles for you. You can ask it to come up with content ideas for you. You can ask it to come up with copywriting ideas for you. The possibilities are endless with this free tool. So I got into it last night and I started just kind of messing around with it and playing around with it just to kind of get more familiar with it myself. As I mentioned, the company is called OpenAI and the AI chatbot tool is called GPD. G like George, P like Paul, T like Tom, and it's a free um, application. So one thing I noticed upon signing up for it is they will ask for your email address, they'll ask for your name, they'll ask for your phone number. And that's about it to create a free account with the artificial intelligence tool, okay? Now, one thing I wanted to talk about is what can it do? What is the first thing it can do? Well, actually, as we as I do this episode, as I record this episode for you, I am actually in the chatbot feature, the artificial intelligence feature right now. So I wanted to start off with just kind of talking about what it has as its own self-described capabilities and limitations on the first page when you're at the chat feature, okay? So the first thing's capabilities is it remembers what users said earlier in the conversation. So if I ask it a question, and then I come back to that question and say, well, I know you gave me this answer, but what about this? It's going to remember what you talked about previously. It's going to be able to answer that question based on maybe not even that much information or starting all over like some chatbots can. It's actually like having a conversation with a person, I should say. It's actually kind of spooky if you ask me. Um, it also allows users to provide follow-up corrections, okay? Tra it's also trained to decline inappropriate requests. So if you ask anything weird or anything like that, or you ask anything political, anything like that that could be considered controversial, it's going to refuse your request and not give you any information in that. Now, the limitations of it, this is their own words, are it may occasionally generate incorrect information. And I've seen that myself. So you can't, you can't rely on it to give you 100% 
spot on information at all times. Um, it may occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content. That's pretty interesting that they actually admit that on their homepage. Um, and it's also limited in terms of knowledge of world and current events that took place after 2021. So it's it's historical data, it's current event data is going to be a little bit limited, okay? But that being said, it's an amazing tool. It's something that you can ask it to read a book for you. A three, 400-page book, it can do it in seconds and provide you with a very detailed summary of it. I'll kind of give you guys an example to that, okay? So let's say there's a book I really like, okay? Um, there's probably even some on this on this bookshelf right here. Um, how about Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the classic book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I will ask it, I'll say, please summarize Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Now, one thing I'm gonna do here is just so you guys can see what I'm seeing is I'm going to try to to add my, my uh, cell phone screen onto this. So that way, there we go. Okay, so we get into this. I'm gonna, and So as you can see, this is what the chat bot looks like, okay? I'm on my cell phone right now. I'm going to say, please summarize Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And within seconds, it's giving me a very detailed summary. Now, if you're listening to the audio platform, you can't actually see what it's actually typing. It's typing incredibly quickly. I will give you guys a little, I'll read off a little bit about what it says, okay? But it's giving me a very, very good detailed summary of the book. Now, one thing I have seen, you know, I was reading some articles um, about this and there's been university professors and school teachers that have come out and said, my students are using this to cheat on their homework, on their essays. And that's going to be a thing. Okay. So to read you a little bit about the summary it gives me is it says, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a personal finance book written by Robert Kiyosaki. The book advocates for financial literacy and the importance of building wealth through investing in entrepreneurship. It presents the ideas that the rich have different mindsets when it comes to money and the tra that the traditional way of thinking about money and work is flawed. Okay, so very, very detailed here. It's something you could probably even make a book report out of. Now watch this. I'm going to ask it to, can you summarize that for a child. So I'm, not, I'm asking it to simplify it even more. Comes back and it knows exactly what I'm talking about. It says, certainly. Then it gives me a much, much simpler um, explanation of the book, which I will read for you in a second once it's done. It's actually typing out right now as we speak. Okay, so the new explanation is it says, certainly. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a book about money and how to make it work for you. It talks about how some people think about money in a way that helps them get richer, while others don't think about it that way and end up not having as much, right? That's a very simplified explanation, right? Um, I, can, I can also say, can you provide me with a multi-page book report? on Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And here we go. It's actually putting out for me right now a, a Rich Dad, Poor Dad book report. It gives me the title, the author, the publisher, the year of publication, the summary. 
and it'll it'll go for some time here. So this is something that's super interesting to me because the first thing that goes to my mind when I look at a tool like this is how can I use this in my business? I spent hours and hours researching actually what the capabilities of this would be to actually help my business and how it can help your business as well, but also some limitations. I'll save you guys some time and kind of talk about what you can use it for, what you can't use it for, and how you can use it in your business going into the new year. Because in my opinion, there's kind of two different ways you can approach artificial intelligence. You can either reject it, ignore it, refuse to use it, and feel like it's the enemy and feel like it's the end of times, right? Feel like it's Skynet all over again. Well, even though Skynet never really happened in real life, but feel like it's Skynet, right? If you're not familiar with Skynet, Skynet is the artificial intelligence that takes over the world in Terminator, and it makes the Terminators that come after um, the good guys. I can't remember the characters' names right now, but but that that's essentially you know one approach you could take is it's the fear approach. This is going to wipe us out. This is going to take over the world. This is going to get rid of jobs. Or you can take over the approach of how can I use this to my own advantage? Because if there's two people in a business standpoint and one of them is using an artificial intelligent tool to help them run their business more effectively, it's helping them do research in a very fast and timely manner in their business. And then there's another person that's not. The person that's using the tools and the technology and the work smarter, not harder mentality is going to come out ahead over the person that's stubborn and just won't adapt and change with the times. Things change in life. Technology changes. Trends change. What's popular changes. What's socially acceptable changes. And you have two choices. You can either change with the times or you can't. But if you can't, you're going to have a much more difficult time growing and prospering than if you do. Embracing change is not a bad thing. Thing. One of my favorite books of all time is Who Moved My Cheese? Who Moved My Cheese is about a book with two mice and you put them into and you put those mice into a maze. And these mice together in the maze find this in, huge, huge lump of cheese. It feels they feel like it's gonna last them forever. So they make their homes there, they build their lives there around this cheese, but eventually they run out of food. They run out of cheese. One mouse wants to go off into the maze and find more cheese. You know, it'd be like, okay, we've used up all our resources here. Now we need to move on and find new resources. That's the, that's the first mouse. The second mouse, his friend says, no, you know, I feel like the cheese is going to come back someday and I don't want to miss that opportunity. So I'm going to wait here. Long story short, the mouse that goes off and looks for new opportunity finds that new opportunity. He finds a new place in the maze with this cheese, whereas the mouse that stays there starves to death. Moral of the story is adapt, change, be flexible. This is something you need to adapt with and be flexible with. Doesn't mean you can use it for everything. Doesn't mean that you can use it for all kinds of things. And I'm going to get into that in a second here, but it's something that you should be open to using, at least open to the possibility of how it can help your business. And we're going to talk about this a little bit. Okay. So what can it do? Well, we kind of just demonstrated a little bit about what it can do, right? It can um, write content. It can write essays, it can write articles, it can look up information for you, it can summarize large amounts of information for you in a much more condensed form so it saves you a lot of time in terms of doing research. It can definitely make your life easier in terms of gathering and um, consuming information. It can do that. Now, one thing that people asked me is, when I had conversations with with um, a couple of different folks about this, is could you use it to write articles, blogs for your website? 
Could you use it to actually write content? You just copy and paste the content and put it on your website. I did some research into this. Number one, the artificial intelligence company considers that as plagiarism, which it is. It's using content that's not written by you and using it on your website and passing it off as your own work, which it's not. So technically speaking, it is plagiarism. Also, I did some research and found out that Google has artificial intelligence of their own, which we all knew, but their artificial intelligence actually scans the web on Google looking for what they call spam. Now, Google considers content that they can verify that is written by artificial intelligence as spam. What does this mean? If they, if they find out and detect that you're using artificial intelligence chat box to write your content for you, then it can hurt your, your, your website's SEO, your organic SEO capabilities. It can actually hurt you more than it can help you because Google will actually mark your website and tag it as spam. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to use, try to use this tool to replace your creativity and your own creativity in terms of your content. That's not a good idea whatsoever. And actually, Google actually has thought ahead about this. They've been actually preparing for this for many years. This has actually been in their terms and conditions since 2018 is what I read. So this is not something that they're new to. This is not the first chat bot, bot a artificial intelligence tool that's been available. And it will hurt your website more than it can help you if you're trying to use it to take written content and just copy and paste. And then a boom, before you know, it, you have a website full of information and content you didn't have to write. It will not work the way that you might be thinking. I would highly recommend against doing that, not to mention the plagiarism of it all. I mean, I guess you, you could source it, but it still will not help your website um, from an SEO perspective, a search engine optimization perspective, okay? So there's that. But what can it do for you? Well, I would look at it as if you're somebody that does create content, whether it be blog content, whether it be video content, whether it be whatever the case might be, you can use this as an assistant for your content. It can research ideas for you. It can deliver information for you. Whereas Years ago, if I was making a video like this, it would probably take me two, three, four hours to get all the information together and do the research to be able to bring you this kind of topic and information um, in the way and format that I'd want to do it. Whereas I might be able to do all that same kind of work in 45 minutes because I'm using the AI to do the research for me. Now, like it said at the beginning, not all the information that it provides is going to be 100% accurate. So you have to be very, very weary about trusting the information fully. But from my experience, what I've found and things I've asked it about of things I, I absolutely know about, such as Medicare, insurance, things like that, the information has been pretty good. It's been pretty spot on and it's pretty amazing what this tool can actually do. Now, one thing I want to talk about is um, what does this mean for the future of our society with artificial intelligence? Because I don't know about you, but I think for the average person, they probably were thinking that we were much farther away from artificial intelligence than we are. This is not as far away as you might be thinking. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that we have full-fledged, you know, iRobot style robots walking around that, um, you know, have all those kind of capabilities, but... Anytime you have breakthroughs like this that become available to the public, it's just, it just means that we are that much closer to different kinds of artificial intelligence. The first thing that comes to mind for people is um, the eradication of jobs in our country, in our society. And I think some of the first jobs that can be eradicated are going to be um, jobs that you know, don't require a lot of high levels of education to use, to 
to perform, right? I mean, one thing that I was actually um, reading about and one thing that you need to be thinking about with this artificial intelligence is imagine a world where all customer service slowly but surely gets replaced by artificial intelligence bots. Now, I know what you might be thinking. It might just be a chat bot. Maybe you've been on a website that has a chat bot and it's just not helpful at all and you just try to get to a human as fast as possible. But if this kind of chat bot, if this kind of chat bot like GPD, GPT was available on each and every website, it, you might not have any need to ever talk to a human. But that's just chat, right? What happens when you call up a company and you want to talk to a human being? We are not far away and there's multiple organizations that are working on perfecting having a artificial intelligence voice, essentially, talk you through. And, you, and, and, it, and it will get to a point where it is so advanced, where it is so high level, that you will not be able to tell the difference whether it's a human or whether it's an artificial intelligence person, a bot, essentially, talking to you. It'll be that convincing. It will be that solid. It will be that high level and that high advanced. And it might come to the point as well where it might be better than talking to a human. Some people might get to a point where they actually prefer it because it will be so advanced and so much smarter than a human can and much quicker moving that they might be able to get their questions answered faster, more efficiently, with less crap. So you might see yourself in a situation where somebody is calling up to a company they get somebody on the phone and they ask, are you a human? And the response that comes back is, no, I'm an artificial intelligence being. And the person says, oh, thank goodness, because that might be a more effective, efficient way of getting their question answered and helped faster. So it might completely eradicate the customer service industry, it might completely eradicate a multitude of different positions and jobs that won't be needed anymore because artificial intelligence can so easily just wipe it off the face of the map. Now, one thing you have to be very, very careful and keep a cautious eye about is that more jobs and more positions and more lines of work get replaced by artificial intelligence that doesn't. This will mean that almost any job can be replaced, even insurance agents. How difficult would it really be for an artificial intelligence being to pick out somebody's insurance needs for them? Maybe even faster than an insurance agent at some point. These are the kind of things that you, actually, you, you, you have to be thinking about. And you need to be thinking about what is things going to look like in the next five years? What does this mean for our society? What does this mean for our economy? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. There's such a wide range and scope of possibility when it comes to artificial intelligence and what it can be. There may, be, there may even be movies that are scripted and written by artificial intelligence. There might even be people that become influencers that are artificial intelligence. There's actually a website. Okay, so what I'm going to do here with this website, it's called thispersondoesnotexist.com. So I'm looking at a woman, for those of you that are listening on the, the audio version. It's a woman that looks like a photograph of a woman, right? This is going to be incredibly spooky for you guys. Okay, I'm going to refresh and it's going to change to a different picture. This is another woman. This is another woman. Another one. What if I told you that all these people that you're seeing on the screen, if you're watching this on video format, did not really exist? These are people that do not exist. Their images and their likeness was created by an artificial intelligence. They're not real people. So imagine a world where entire YouTube channels could be ran and operated by artificial intelligence and you wouldn't be able to tell that they weren't really people. They could take all the characteristics that people admire about a human being. They could be handsome. They could be chiseled. 
They could be funny. They could be witty. They could be insightful. They could be knowledgeable. And it could be a fully ran influencer YouTube channel of art of an artificial intelligence being. And it could be better than any human being could possibly be, right? Um, this stuff is it's closer than you think it is. It's not as far away as maybe most of you that are watching or listening to this might believe it to be. This is such an interesting topic to me because I feel like if you you have to really, really pay attention to this stuff, not ignore it, because you have to adapt and try to find ways to use it to your advantage as much as possible. Because if you don't, you might be left behind in life and also in business. And it's it's kind of a scary thing to think about, but it is here and it is here to stay artificial intelligence, okay? Let's talk about kind of what you guys really want to know about, and that's um, how can you use this to grow your business? What are the pros? What are the cons? Well, the cons are um, it's going to make you us far more lazy. It's going to make us far more lazy. Information is going to be available at our fingertips like that so much easier than it ever was before. And this is going to cause us as human beings to become far more lazy. We're not going to be able to problem solve nearly as well. And I think it's long term going to condition us to be weaker, less capable individuals, which that could be cause a bigger problem in time as we go, right? That's a big problem as well. Um, but the pros of it are obvious, right? If you are having trouble coming up with ideas for your business, maybe it's video content, maybe it's written content, it can write a script for you that you can follow on a video idea. You don't have to work nearly as hard to come up with a video topic idea than you did before. You can just ask the AI, what do I need to do to make a video about the stock market that will get a million views? And it will give you a very, very detailed line of topics and scripts and even tell you what to say and what to do in your video in order to actually make that perform. You can, um, you can, you can ask it what kind of topics would be good to put on your website for a certain kind of topic, right? There's so many things it can do to assist you in the content creation of your business, and it will save a tremendous amount of time. That's the way I'm looking at this right now. Now, as new tools become available, this is going to, there's going to be more and more things that you can do for your business, right? There might, like I mentioned before, there will be at some point an artificial intelligence tool that can be a customer service representative, Maybe that's something that you can hire or pay for for your business at some point in time. Pay attention to these developments because over time, it's going to be something that can potentially help you in your business and help you grow your business if you use it to your advantage. But don't let it make you weak either. That's the thing I would encourage you to do. Make sure to still keep your skills of um, finding out information, um, problem solving, critical thinking, and don't let it completely cause you to rely on it to solve all of your problems, right? Use it to to help you save time. For me, I can tell you this, this will cause me to not have to Google things nearly as much, read articles, go through information, trying to find an answer to something. This will condense that. It will also give me new ideas for content for my website, for my YouTube channels, for my podcasts. Um, and it will help me come up with lines of topics about people, what people are interested in. These are the things I think that you can use it for right now. And, um, I think it, it's a very, very powerful, amazing tool that we've never seen anything quite like it before, okay? This is the, the artificial intelligence chatbot called GPT, um, put out by the company OpenAI. 
What is it? What is it that you need to do in 2023 to increase your business? So these are some tips I've saved for the end for you of things that you can do to grow your business, expand your business going into 2023. I would first tell you to make a list of things that worked well in 2022 and things that did not work well in 2022. What were you putting your time towards that just didn't work? On the flip side, what were you putting your time towards that actually had positive and good results? What I want you to do is eradicate as many things as possible from that list of what you're going to do in 2023 of the things that didn't work this year. Double down on the things that did work and then come up with two things that you can add to the equation to replace the things that weren't working that you can try out in 2023. This is a process of elimination. You're adding new things to the fray. You're taking things that worked and keeping them. You're taking things that didn't work. You're throwing them out. You're taking new ideas to replace the ideas that just got thrown out. And you're, you're over time through a process of elimination, coming up with a multitude of different systems, processes, marketing ideas, lead sources that are going to be effective and working. And the faster that you can accumulate a large amount of ideas that have worked for you, the faster you're going to be able to have massive proficiency, massive efficiency, and a thriving business as you go. Okay, that's a short little tip I just wanted to share with you guys going into the new year. Um, By the time that we put out a new episode for you guys, it will probably be 2023. So if you are watching this before the new year, I hope you have a wonderful and happy new year. And if you guys like this kind of content, do me a favor, drop a like on this video if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, comment your thoughts, and we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And um, here's to your success and your abundance. Hope to see you at the top. Thanks, guys.